we revisit the Kenya shilling as it hits an all-time low. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at VK Financial. And you can find me at Ritha Dong. The Kenyan shilling is trading at an all-time low of 112 Kenya shillings per dollar. Churchill Agutu, economist with IC Asset Managers, joins us for this episode to shed light on the continued depreciation of the Kenya shilling. What are the factors that have led to the persistent depreciation of the Kenya shilling this year? Let me start with the Kenya shilling, which right now is at a historic low level. That is 112 units to the dollar. And this move has not been accelerated one, but it has been a gradual move. And more so we've seen in the last two months or so, there's been pressure on the shilling uh, that has led to the shilling to where it is at this current point in time. So there are a couple of factors factors that we have to consider as we put into context the weakening of the shilling. First is the economy is slowly bouncing back to pre-pandemic levels. Uh, We've seen uh, and that has led to a pickup in consumption in the economy, and that has brought about, uh, and that has increased even the imports in the country. So there's been a demand of foreign exchange as manufacturers, as consumers, demand the hard currency so that they can be able to meet their import demand. So that's another factor. And it's been seen with a widening in the current account deficit as people now rev up their import demand and in tandem, even the foreign exchange uh, demand. So that has been a major driver of uh, foreign exchange, uh, the dollar weakening, uh, a shilling weakening in the last uh, couple of months. Are there any external pressures contributing to the weakening of the Kenyan currency? There's also, from a perspective, what's happening in the global market is this uh, dollar has been strengthening. Right now, the Central Bank of the U.S. early this month stated that they will reduce their asset purchase program amount by around $15 billion in any given month. And that by itself is an indicative that the interest rates in the U.S. will start going up. And what does that mean? Investors who are looking for yield in economies such as Kenya or frontier markets or emerging markets, they now look back to developed economies such as the U.S. as the interest rates pick up in tandem. So that has led to a strengthening in the dollar and in its wake, a weakening in trading peers such as the Kenya shilling. So the risk-on sentiment in the U.S. dollar has had a negative impact on the Kenya shilling and not just the Kenya shilling but across other emerging markets and frontier market currencies have weakened as a result of that. And finally, looking at some of the valuation metrics, it's just telling us that uh, people are starting to price in a weakening of the Kenya shilling. And next year, we have the general elections whereby whereby consumers will start shoring up their dollar demand and also the risk of sentiment as we head to political reason. Just means that uh, the weakening of the shilling uh, may not abate in the near future, but it will be with us for at least the next uh, six or eight months. That was Churchill Ogutu, economist with IC Asset Managers. 
Africa suffered a 50% foreign direct investment drop in the year 2020. According to the Africa Attractiveness Report by tax consultancy firm Einstein Young, the East African region lost out to both West and the Southern African regions. There were large foreign direct investment flows into Nigeria, Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire in the ranking of top recipients of FDIs. South Africa was fast at 31.1% in third place, was Nigeria at 17.5%, followed by Egypt at 13.6%. In the East African region, Tanzania attracted $0.2 billion, while Uganda booked no foreign inflows in the year under review. Einstein Young says China has been the largest investor in Africa by jobs and capital in the past five years, but third in terms of number of projects. Kenya, Egypt, South Africa, and Nigeria are among the economies that have benefited from China's mega investments. During the period, China announced large investments into the major economies of Egypt, South Africa, Nigeria, and Kenya. Nigeria purchases market index rose to a four-month high of 55 in November, up from 54.1 in the previous month. The latest reading indicates a solid expansion in business conditions, bringing the sequence of growth to 17 months. Both output and new orders increased solidly and at faster rates. Also, stocks of purchases rose at the fourth most marked rate in the series history as firms sought to protect against future shortages. However, private sector performance was overshadowed by a record increase in overall costs amidst ongoing supply issues and unfavorable exchange rate movement. Looking forward, business sentiment remained positive in November, fueled by plans to broaden product offerings, although the degree of optimism moderated to a three-month low amid concerns of the pandemic. And a look at our markets. Brand crude futures cut some gains to trade around $72 a barrel on Wednesday, aiming to recover from a three-month low of below $68 per barrel in the previous session as investors await an OPEC response to the threat of the Omicron variant to fuel demand. Major oil producers are expected to post plans to add 400,000 barrels per day of supply in January due to demand and supply factors, with the new variant prompting fresh travel curbs and after major consumers released emergency reserves last month. The South African rand was trading at around 15.8 against the US dollar, its highest in a week, trying to recover from a recent slump that sent the currency to an, at an over one year low of 16.3 hit at the end of November. Still, investors continued to worry about the impact of the new Omicron, of the new Omicron COVID-19 variant on the global economic recovery and monetary tightening plans by central banks. Meanwhile, President Cyril Ramaphosa has decided not to tighten lockdown curbs until more information is available on Omicron, meaning the country will remain on the lowest level one of its five-level lockdown. MTN Nigeria Communications has announced the price of its initial public offering to retail investors. The company is making 557 million of its shares available on the, to the public at 169 naira per unit. Sales opened on December 1st and will close on December 14th at 5 p.m. It is the first time the company will invite subscriptions from the public nearly two years after it debuted on the Nigerian Exchange Limited. It is the first in a series of transactions as the MTN Group implements its plans to ensure broad-based ownership by reducing its shareholding in MTN Nigeria to 65% of a time. This move is a broader arrangement to enlarge its market capacity to other African countries, including Zambia and Uganda.
At the end of today's trading session on the Nairobi Securities Exchange, a total of 16 million 58,800 shares in 1,078 deals, corresponding to a market value of 570,269,030 Kenya shillings were traded, compared with the previous NSE trading day. The data shows a 43% decline in volume, 50% decline in turnover, and 19% decline in deals. The current market capitalization of the Nairobi Securities Exchange is 2.47 trillion Kenya shillings. In aggregate, 47 NSE equities participated in trading, ending with 15 gainers and 23 losers. Olympia Capital Holdings led the gainers with 9.94% share price appreciation. And on the losing side, Standard Group PLC came out last with an end-of-day price depreciation of 9.67%. Safaricom PLC recorded the highest volume of 11.3 million traded shares. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K-Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Withadon.